Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Empty Stats Podcast. I am Will Arvin, alongside my co-hosts, as usual, Aiden Dawson and Evan Kadura. What up, fellas? What's up? What's up? We've made it four weeks, four straight weeks. Yes, sir. I haven't missed a week yet. I've not missed one. We've almost we've come close. I think we come. I think we came close once, but yeah. I might have been the editing. I think is what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah, the editing was the, the editing was a little rough, but we got there. Editing for week one was a tragic experience, but we made it. We're here four hey, weeks now. Hey, we hey, appreciate hey. you guys tuning in once again. Uh, of course, you know we're we're a small podcast right now, but we're getting there. Hopefully, Only it goes up. All the way up from here. All right. So NBA season last night finally kicked off the 75th season of the National Basketball Association. Had two games on tap last night. The reigning NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks hosted the Brooklyn Nets in a rematch of last year's playoff series. The Bucks were able to get their rings. Their banner got raised into the Raptors at Pfizer form. And Super they cool blew ceremony. out the Nets by 23, 127-104. The final score there. Uh, in Milwaukee, Giannis Tenacumpo was as ridiculous as usual. You know, Giannis putting up Giannis numbers in 31 minutes, 32 points, 14 rebounds, seven assists, and two blocks. Uh, Chris Middleton with a nice 20-point game, um, 20 off the bench for Pat Connaughton, 15 for Jordan Wara. So the Bucks bench showed out last night. Uh, I think that's a pretty yep. good sign for them. Obviously, that's with Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah Drew Holiday left the game. And then – Dante um, DiVicento, he was out too. Mm-hmm. Um, he might be out for quite a bit, though. That's what I kind of read. Yeah, Drew Holiday only played 18 minutes last night. He left with a left heel contusion. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets, obviously everybody knows Kyrie Irving will not be playing for the Brooklyn Nets for the foreseeable future. So last night was our first full look uh, what the roster is going to look like. They started uh, James Harden, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, Blake Griffin, and Kevin Durant. Uh, KD tied Giannis for... Most points in the game with 32 in 30 minutes. Uh, James Harden had 20 points on just 16 shot attempts. Patty Mills came out hot. 21 points off the bench. Seven of seven from three. That's pretty impressive. And I got a banger tweet out of it. Ten likes, one retweet. Yeah, this guy thinks a banger tweet is ten likes. I will say, though, on the surface, for your following, ten likes, that's pretty good. That is good. That's good. Yeah, to the moon. It's only only going up, only going up. Uh, so yeah, Drew Holiday left the game early, which you know sucks because you know everyone loves Drew Holiday. Uh, only playing 17 minutes when you know Giannis was playing 30, Chris Middleton was playing 30, um, but he was a plus 17 from the field, so he still had his impact. Um, but going back to Patty Mills, uh, 21 points, uh, seven of seven from three, he. Shot the three, and he made every single one of them. He is not the Kyrie Irving replacement, but he's going to hold down the fort until Kyrie Irving gets back in that six-man role. This Patty Mills talk is great, but they didn't get the dub. The Bucks did, and Pat Connington dropping twenty points, shooting sixty, I think sixty percent field goal off the bench, like pretty eight of good. thirteen, eight of thirteen from the field, four of that nine. That is pretty good off the bench, like four of nine from downtown. That's, That's sounded, good. That sounded so scripted. <laughs> this it Patty did. Mills talk is great, but the Bucks got the dub. Okay. Yeah, I mean they did though. They did. If we're if we're being honest, and I mean I think people I was seeing a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, Kyrie's not playing as well. Kyrie, yeah, but 
he's never said when he's going to come back. There's no time frame of him coming back. This isn't like an injury where they know in six weeks he'll be back. This is – we don't I know. I think he'll be back sooner rather than later, to be honest. Maybe. But this Nets-Bucks game was definitely better than the Lakers-Warriors game, which I'm sure I want to hear mm-hmm. y'all's opinions on this. Aiden, tell me what you thought about the Lakers. Before, before, before we go on to the Warriors and Lakers, uh, Bruce Brown didn't – play more than four minutes after being their best defensive player last year. And the Nets were really struggling on defense. Um, I just don't know what Steve Nash was doing because uh, Bruce Brown only playing four minutes is really strange, especially since the Nets just couldn't guard anybody and throwing a Bruce Brown out there was going to be one of the more significant defensive outcomes that they could, especially on like a Chris Middleton who had like 20 points on pretty good efficiency. Uh, yeah, Chris Middleton, 20 points, 8 of 17. You know, throwing up Bruce Brown on him is pretty significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Will, what do you think of the Lakers-Warriors? I, th- I thought it was an enjoyable game. Honestly, I was, probably, I was probably surprised more than anything. I think the Lakers' struggles kind of reminisce of what we were talking about last week, where, you know, it's a whole bunch of characters and a lot of talent. It's just a matter of how they're going to be able to to combine and play together and last night was rough uh anthony davis and lebron james did their part 50 they combined for 67 points uh lebron had 34 11 and 5 in 37 minutes anthony davis had 33 11 and 2 in 39 minutes but russell westbrook the guy that was advertised to be the next big to be a part of the next big three for the lakers uh only had eight points on Four of 13 from the field in 35 minutes, a Lakers low minus 23. Uh, it was four a turnovers and four horrible per start for Russell Westbrook. And now obviously it's his first start is his first game as a Laker. There were going to be nerves. There were going to be some things that they had to work out on, but it seemed like he was almost unplayable at times. Like there were times where it looked like Rajon Rondo was a more efficient player. Um, than Russell wait, Westbrook wait, wait, wait. running the offense. I mean, Rajon Rondo was three points, one of four from the field. He wasn't doing much either. Five assists. Rondo, five assists yeah. and two steals. But it say, just Rondo's seemed like – it just all. didn't really seem like Westbrook was just – he just looked, he didn't look like he just fit. I mean, that's the problem, the, too, is that he can't shoot. So no one's going to guard him on the outside, which just doubles LeBron and Anthony Davis. And they're going to pass it to who? DeAndre Jordan, Kent Bazemore, or Russell Westbrook? It's no. like the depth for the Lakers, it, it was a worry going into the season. You know, Carmelo Anthony went three of nine last night. Avery Bradley had two threes off the bench. Um, yeah, I mean, if this is just going to be another year minutes. where it's the Lakers relying on AD and LeBron three-fourths of the game, I don't see how this works. It's, speaking of depth, it's worth noting that uh, James and Anthony Davis are the only people to score double digits for the Lakers. And, I mean, that just goes to prove your point, Will, about the Lakers having zero depth to come out and score. I mean, that that's not going to win games at all. You can't just have two people running the floor doing that. Um, so one of the things that I saw that was really big with Russell Westbrook is he was standing out uh, outside of the three a lot, especially when Anthony Davis and LeBron James were trying to work in the post, uh, trying not to clog up the lane. But just the game that Russell Westbrook plays, the slashing, not going to shoot, and going to go 0 for 4 from 3, that was – really hurting him because significantly last night, uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron were just getting double teamed in the post. And I know LeBron 
started out like seven to seven from the field. Um, but he was getting double teamed and his defenders were able to help off of Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook just wasn't able to make them pay from three. Like at all. It was, it was an ugly performance. I was more surprised that it just seemed like the Warriors were playing Warriors basketball last night. Like they seemed to find smarter players for their bench that fit Steve Kerr. Like mm-hmm. Iguodala, obviously he was with the Warriors before, but he came back. Um, Bielitsa looked fantastic for them last night. Had 15 oh, yeah. points, 11 boards, four assists off the bench. Um I mean, not even just his shooting, but just his passing was fantastic. Like, he's just one of those European guys where he just got that – he has that flair. Uh, Curry, even though it was an off-shooting night for him, still had a triple-double, had 21-10-10. Yeah, first triple-double in five years. Uh, Jordan Poole, who we would like to joke about as being a preseason MVP, uh, ended up having 20 points last night and was a quite integral part of the Warriors last night. And Damian Lee came out of nowhere, 15 points in 29 minutes for him as well. I think that the Warriors, you know, last year when they had, you know, Kelly Oubre and Mulder and, you know, just those other players off their bench, it didn't really fit with the Warriors. Like they weren't, you know, high IQ players. They got high IQ players now, and that really fits with Steve Kerr. And, you know, obviously it's just one game. Everybody's going to have one game over reactions. But I think the depth of the Warriors is going to help them out a lot this year. I liked what I saw from Iguodala last night. Uh, there was a couple of times um, where Steph Curry was driving or Draymond was driving, and they kicked it out to Iguodala from the corner. And Iguodala is not a great three-point shooter, even though Max Kellerman will have you believe that he will rather have Iguodala shoot a three than Steph Curry. Anyway, uh, he went two of five, and the two corner – the two shots – that he made were corner threes. And I think if he's a significantly okay, just okay, corner three-point shooter, this Warriors team is going to be really, really dangerous just for that reason because they have Andre Iguodala to kick it out to the corner. And that means you can't help off him. And Steph and Draymond are going to get their shots up. Yeah, Iggy's stat line last night at 12 points on 4-7 shooting and 2 for 5 from three, like if the Warriors can get that like fairly consistently where it's like, you know, Iguodala is not really forcing up any shots, but like if he's open and if, and last night he got open on a majority open. of his looks. Yes. Yeah. As long as he just fires them up, he'll probably make two out of five, two out of six, yeah. you know, it'll probably give you just a handful of buckets off the bench. The one thing that I didn't like that I saw from the Warriors was them in transition. Their transition offense last night was horrid. Uh, there was a time where Jordan Poole was just <laughs> dribbling up the court. I saw this. Pulled it back out and just completely over like three way too hard. On, like, yeah, it looked like it was an easy two on one fast break. Pool mm-hmm. Pool notices that, stops at the free throw line, walks so it all the backers. way back to the arc. Yeah. And just bricks. Yeah. And there was a, like a four on two that the Warriors just weren't able to convert. Um, and it was, just, it was, it was an ugly basketball game, but it was the first basketball game back or the second basketball game back technically. So that's pretty, pretty cool. And this was nice without Wiseman and Kaminga for the Warriors too. Mm-hmm. Moses Moody only got five minutes, which, you know, understandable. He's a rookie not doing a whole lot. Oh, there was one thing that I saw in the Bucks game that I wanted to talk about a little bit. Uh, Giannis. 
this jumper is looking really, really smooth. He's looking real confident with that mid-range. And even the three, the one I was going to talk about is he pulled up for three on the left wing and he made it. And his shot's looking a lot more like Chris Middleton's and Chris Middleton has a nice shot. Um, They get back on defense and I think they throw a lob or they get a pass into Nicholas Claxton and Giannis just absolutely stuffs it. Uh, it was that's just awesome. a great like one, two, going into a three, coming back on defense. And that's just what's going to make the Bucks and Giannis so dangerous is that they don't give up on the defensive side after like getting a shot they're going to be locked in the entire game and the bucks i am from from when i noticed is that they just always just make the high iq play like that middleton cross like and end end pass he got to Giannis for the and one dunk yeah. oh my god man that was and gorgeous they get a, a good shooting performance out of like some of their better shooters like grayson allen i think grayson allen went like Three of ten. Three of ten. And he's he's a lot. He's a better shooter than that. He's going to give you 40 to 50% usually. And if they do that, and Pat Connaughton had a good game shooting 44%, but if they can get better than three of ten from Grace Allen on open threes, then this game would have, wouldn't have been as close. I was surprised with Nwora, too. Like, he just seemed to be everywhere. I'm surprised he minutes as he did. Yeah, 26 minutes for him, 6 of 13 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3, and at 15 points and 6 rebounds. Like, he just seemed to be everywhere. Like, he – I don't even know where he's from. George Hill last night, absolute ass. Ah, second-round pick out of Louisville in 2020. That's right. That's where I remember the name now. Yeah, Jordan War out of Louisville. Has, has there anything come out about the Drew Holiday injury? I'm, su- I'm sure it's not significant, but, like – All yeah, I heard was that he was injury. out for the rest of the game – Last night, I don't know if um, they came out with any updates, though. So, all in all, you know, pretty good opening day. Uh, two pretty good games. I mean, they were both kind of blowouts. I guess the lakers Warrior game was a lot closer than seven points because it, the Lakers were leading a lot of the game. And then the yeah, Lakers quarter. were leading for the majority of for the majority of the game. Then by about like the ten minute mark of the fourth quarter is when the, the Warriors, Warriors really started to pick on. it up, and they yeah, just ran they just ran away with the game. Yeah, and it's a really good thing to say about the Warriors, especially since Steph did go twenty three percent from the field. Yeah, and um, that was a problem for them last year. Is that if Steph was off, the whole team was off. They were off. Yeah, and nothing was going to work. So I think it is, and I think it is important that well i mean even though curry had a bad off night shooting like he was still contributing in other ways yeah he was still he was passing, making passes making he was playing players. defense getting boards okay so i know that none of us were super high on the warriors but since it's our first day and we're overreacting is this like enough to like bump them up because i know we had them like i mean i have them Western as a playoff conference. team like right. nothing's like that that's not going to change and i don't Are think that they like instantly jump to a playoff like, like a championship contender or anything Okay. Yeah. okay. And answer your question, question. Uh, Drew Holiday is probable for Thursday against oh, okay. Miami. Cool. cool. Well, that's going to be a good game. All right. So, Joel Embiid. We're not talking about Ben Simmons. We're talking about Joel Embiid. Ben, yeah, we will not talk about Ben Simmons until, one, we know it's official that he's stepping on a basketball court for the Sixers or he is traded. Yes, and that is the only time. <laughs> this time is Joel Embiid, not Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons just happens to be a part of it. Uh, so if you don't know, the unnamed, the, the man we will not talk about was thrown out of practice and there was a video going around of him 
being on his phone during practice in full sweats when everyone else on the team was dressed out in like practice shorts and practice shirts and stuff like that. Um, and he was subsequently kicked out of practice by Doc Rivers and suspended for a game by the team, which, you know, he wasn't going to play anyway. Yeah, I wasn't even – yeah, I don't even think he's even passed COVID protocols to even play in a game. I guess yeah. – so I guess that game takes place after he is ready. Um, and after the practice, the media – Well, like, well, I guess he was cleared because they said it was like con- like conduct detrimental to the team. So he wasn't going to – he isn't not going to play tonight. But, I mean, I don't think yeah. he was going to regardless. Yeah. Uh, so the media asked Joel Embiid how, like, you know, what's going on with Ben Simmons. And Joel Embiid gave uh, gave the quote quote at this time or at this point I don't care about that man honestly he does whatever he wants I am not here to babysit good for Joel man I like it yeah I like it I know uh, it's tough that people look at it in terms of it seemed like it was Doc and Joel Embiid that turned their back on Ben Simmons but if Ben Simmons is gonna act like this then I feel like that is enough for you to be like, yeah, I'm just yeah. not going to worry about this anymore. Because one, it's not helping anybody. Two, if you just lay it down, that's like, you're done, you're over it, you're moving on, then you know it allows for you to go on to the next step. The team's trying to prepare for a game, first game of the year against the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. So I, th- if, I think it's kind of like the Kyrie deal. I mean, they're two different things. But in terms of just like affecting the actual team, it's better off if you just flat out just say we are done. We're not going to worry about this anymore. We're just going to move on without him, and that's that. That Kyrie for Ben Simmons trade is looking better and better as the day go on. Oh, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I if I'm both teams now, I might do the trade. I might. Well, I, I don't I think Kyrie tweet. really gets traded because I don't think he's going to change his back no, stance, which won't let yeah. which won't let him play. Well, I think it depends on the city that he's in. Because that like Bradley yeah, Beal's yeah, not vaccinated. Yeah. Bradley Beal's not vaccinated. He's gonna play. Just strange that Bradley Beal's not vaccinated. But whatever. I saw a tweet and it was like Ben Simmons is the complete opposite of Jimmy Butler, because when Jimmy Butler gets mad at practice, he beats the first stringer. Yeah, says, dude. Jimmy Butler got the short end of the stick for so long for no reason. Yeah. And he went out and beat a whole bunch of first stringers with the third string and just basically called them a bunch of bitches. And said, y'all need me. <laughs> yep. And then left. And it has been very apparent that they do need Jimmy Butler because they cannot win without him. Unless they win today against the Rockets, which, you know, likely. Congrats, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, congrats, Minnesota, starting out one of them. Hang, hang, hang the banner. The worst team in the league, probably. Hey, A-Rod's first dub. Would no be A Rod's first dub as a owner of an NBA franchise? Oh, true. Shout out to I, I wonder I if he's even at the game Edwards. because he's probably doing the Fox stuff. Isn't he broadcasting, yeah, yeah, he's probably doing the Fox stuff. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, another player that has been getting the short end of the stick pretty recently, Marvin Bagley. The I got the quote up. The Sacramento oh, all, so, all timer, by the way. Yeah. So <laughs> Marvin Bagley's team quote like tweeted out. Quote, Sacramento has informed Marvin Bagley he is not in the opening right, opening night rotation, which is completely baffling. It's clear they have no plans for him in the future and yet passed on potential deals at last year's trade deadline and this summer based on value. Instead, they chose to bring him back but not play him. 
a move completely contradictory to their value argument. This is a case study in mismanagement by the King's organization, Jeff Schwartz. That is crazy. Yeah. Do y'all think Marvin Bagley should be playing for the team? I mean, I think he should. Yeah. I think he should should. be playing. I mean, like, I don't see why the Kings wouldn't play him. Mm-hmm. It's like when you when you go all in, I don't even say go all in, but when you invest in a number two overall pick, and it, ha- it hasn't even seemed like the Kings have believed in him since they picked him. Okay, here. So what I've seen a lot of Kings fans and Kings media saying is that they can name like nine or ten players that are better than Marvin Bagley. So Davion Mitchell, I'm going to say is better. Buddy Heald, stop me when I miss. Um, De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Rashawn Holmes, Tristan Thompson, Terrence Davis, Harrison Barnes. That's eight. And you can make an argument for Damian Jones, I guess. I guess that's a bad argument, but you can make an argument. Oh, no. Damian Jones is not better than Marvin Bagley. Mo Harkless. I just think people just give Bagley a bad rap, where it's like, yeah, his stats are bad, but he plays for the Sacramento Kings. And yeah, well, he can't I mean, stay healthy. Like, yeah, it's it, there's a lot of things that go into it. You know, it's like Bagley had a lot of potential coming out of Duke. And, you know, for the most part, historically, Duke big men have not been that good in the NBA. Like, if you look at the past, like, uh, Bagley hasn't worked out yet. Um for Okafor didn't work out. Jabari just Parker didn't. Cut. Jabari Parker didn't work out. Just got uh, waived. Got resigned actually by the Celtics. I think got waived then. Right re, then yeah. resigned. That's what they did with Leangelo too. That's what a lot of players are doing or teams are doing. They're waiving players so they get them on two ways. But I just think that it, it can just be a, a multitude of things that are going into situation where it's like it, obviously if the Kings aren't even playing him, then obviously they're. They've pretty much just thrown the white flag and like, yeah, we're pretty much done. So if they're not going to play him, then why aren't, then why haven't you traded him by, by now? Yeah. It's like his agent makes a great point. It's like, if you had deals for him at the deadline, why didn't you just trade for him then? Or why didn't you trade him then? Evan, you're saying? No, I just think they should trade him. They should get some value. I mean, he's your second pick, second overall pick. Just get some value out of him. I mean, he's still 22. Yeah, he's probably just going to carry, do something on the lines of Ben Simmons and just kind of go on that route until he either gets traded or gets waived. Marvin Bagley is not good enough to do the Ben Simmons thing. He's just not. Ben Simmons has no leverage. He has the team obviously does not need him. They're not going to play him anyway. So it's like, um, I can see both sides. I don't think. He is necessarily better than very many players on the Sacramento Kings that, you know, are going to be on their opening night roster. But if they want his value to go up so they can trade him, they need to play him. Yeah, yeah that's the thing, right? It's like if you want if you try, if you want to get value out of him, sitting him is not going to do anything. It's like it's cool. with the Simmons thing. It's like obviously the Sixers probably want Simmons to play so they can still try and get something for him. But Simmons is more of a – it's a way more developed player than Marvin Bagley. That's kind of an unfair comparison. But um, Yeah, but the whole Marvin Bagley situation, especially with his dad tweeting out at the Kings to trade his son, 
Yeah, it's pretty strange. It's just, but it's a thing or it's like, you know, if you're going to pick him number two, invest in him, play him, mm-hmm. develop him. And obviously, if it hasn't worked out yet, then, yeah, I'd be upset too. Yeah, I would too. But I can see it. I think everything ways. is pretty justified from Bagley's side. He's yeah. 22 years old. <laughs> Why isn't he playing? He's a 22-year-old that can't stay healthy and can't play defense. But I would I would still play him. Uh, God, imagine number- if the Kings pick Luka, man. Oh, don't imagine don't, don't if do the that. Kings shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. I don't want to hear it. I mean, Beckley had 14 and seven last shut year. Up, shut up, shut up. He's not bad. He, yeah, he's young. I don't wanted tell me to shut up. Take, you asked me to answer your question. I want it. Shut up. <laughs> don't tell me that. I wanted the Mavs to take Mo Bamba on draft night. There you go. Uh, my family still makes fun of me because I was like, no, Mo Bamba was still on the board and we didn't take Mo Bamba. Uh, when we did draft Luca, or technically we drafted Trey Young, and I didn't know that the trade happened yet. So it was oh, really yeah, mad the that classic we took Trey where, where uh, Luca's donning the Hawks hat and Trey Young is yeah. donning the Mavs yeah. hat. And All I knew is that I really liked <laughs> uh, the University of Texas basketball team that year with Mo Bamba, and I didn't like OU, and I still don't like OU, and they had Trey Young, and I was really mad. Um, but you know, now we have Luca, and everything's right in the world. Yeah. Um, so speaking of the 2018 draft class, there have been a multitude of players that have not had a extension. The most notable being DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton wanted max money and the Spurs, or not the Spurs, the Suns owners uh, didn't give it to him. They Instead, lowballed him like crazy. Money. They're like, oh, I'll give you three. <laughs> we'll give you three years. Uh, they, we'll give you five though. They gave Landry Shamit and... Mikel Bridges. Money. Hey, shout out Landry Shaman, man. He finally got a home. <laughs> he hasn't even played yet. Let's chill out. Well, he's been on like five teams in five years. Right, but he hasn't played a game for the Suns, so let's not say it's his home yet. Got a four-year uh, deal, man. Yeah, but you know, you traded in three months. Uh, so do we think DeAndre Aiden should have gotten a, a, a uh, extension? Would you give DeAndre Absolutely. Aiden max money? Yes. No yeah. brainer. He, yeah, he should have gotten an extension. Would you give him max money, though? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. It's the first round pick. I mean, first number number pick. one overall yeah. pick. Yeah. And he yeah. played pretty good in the playoffs. He got played yeah. off the floor in the he finals. He was huge though. in the playoffs. Until they ran into the Bucks, who just played. I mean, he really, really showed out in the playoffs. Where it's like I know a lot of people were pretty low on him going into last year. Where it's like you know, last year was pretty much right. like the year where they're like, all right, you got to show us something. Not up or shut up. And he really proved that he belongs in the league. And the fact that the Suns, I think they recognize that, but I just don't think that he. I don't know. They're they're mindset behind is probably like they just don't think he's worth it for five years right but and since they they they've already paid devin booker from what i remember i might be wrong but they've already oh yeah booker Booker was paid a while ago chris paul is on the books and he's making a lot of money um mikhail bridges just got paid Jay Crowder's on a pretty good deal. They still have to pay Cam Johnson, I think. I don't think they paid Cam Johnson yet. Yeah, Booker is on year three of his five-year extension he signed two years ago. Okay. Uh, but other names that haven't gotten an extension, Colin Sexton, Miles Bridges, Mo Bamba, and Marvin Bagley. 
None of those have reached extensions. Is there Sexton, anyone... I'm surprised he didn't get yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Is there anyone there that you would offer the contract they were, they were wanting to? I would have given Bridges his deal. So Sexton yeah, and Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, yeah, Aiden, I'd Sexton, Bridges. and Bridges, I think, are more than deserving of their extensions. Mo Bamba, I get. Bagley, I can get, but... Yeah, so they'll have restricted free agency in two years, I think. Uh, yeah, two off seasons from now, I think. So uh, is I would there also still just... time for them to get an extension like next year, or is that period over? Um, I'm not super well versed in how contracts work, but I believe so. I believe it has to. They have to restructure their contract, but I'm not entirely sure. Okay. I think Sexton and Bridges are the biggest ones there that you would want to give your contracts to. Just because those are those are the two biggest players, I wouldn't give Mo Bamba, and I wouldn't have given Marvin Bagley an extension just because they haven't proven anything. Yeah. So like next year, uh, what's his face? Bridges will have a qualifying offer for next year, and then the year after that is when he'll be a restricted free agent, I believe. Got it. Got it. Um. So the last thing is Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is not making the Pelicans' opening day roster. And the Pelicans just came out with that like a week or two ago. And after saying that he was well on track to make his recovery time, which was going to be the beginning of the season, and he has not made it. Yeah, he's out indefinitely, isn't he? Yes. I mean, I think they're just playing it rather play safe than sorry. I mean, he is the future of their whole team. So just let him get as healthy as he can get before. I don't him. think they're playing safe and sorry. I don't think he's in basketball shape. Actually, I know he's not. He there was a report that he's over 300 pounds and he's like six foot eight, I think. Um, I don't think he's entirely healthy. He's overweight. And I th- I think that he has to get into basketball shape before he can take the court. Yeah, it's I probably think. a thing where it's like he got out of shape because of the surgery. Right, the surgery like might have set him back a little bit. So now it's a matter of just him getting into game shape. Uh, you know, get that foot well. Yeah. It's pretty much just a thing. It's yeah, I, I I'm kind of with you. It's kind of just like a thing where it's like it's a thing for him to just get game ready. Yeah. Cause he's if he's over three hundred pounds at I think he's six foot seven or how tall he's, is he? He's, he's, he's six like eight. Six 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 seven, somewhere in that range. Three hundred pounds. I'm six foot five and like 150 pounds so that's like two times my weight and which you know i'm underweight he's overweight so he needs to find that you know balance in there average yeah yeah but while everybody like everybody wants to make a huge deal about zion's weight and he's always just been like you know just a a bigger yeah he's always just been a bigger guy but like that works for his game He's not a he's not a perimeter player. Like he's not moving up and down the court at all times. Like he just like strictly he's he's an inside guy. Right. Yeah. And he averaged 27 points last year. On insane efficiency. On 61% from the field. Yeah. Well, I want I know I don't I don't want to listen to like a Zion segment. And made an all-star team. Like I don't think it's really that. I don't I think people are making it a way bigger deal than it really is. In hindsight, yeah. I just want Zion to play defense this year. He was, he would come out of Duke as like, you know, he's going to play defense. He's going to be a rim protector. He's going to block shots. And he's been like one of the worst defenders in the league. Just, I think he's just too slow. I think he just doesn't have the quickness to keep up with the NBA. 
but I think he gets on. I think he, you know, gets better about that. I'm ready for the NFL. I suppose. All right. So I'm going to leave this one, mix things up. Basically, there's not football. We have Broncos at Browns. But Yuck. God, we just game tomorrow night is going to stink. We got news that Baker Mayfield's out, so Case Keenum's getting a start, and then Chubb's out. It's a whole Kareem mess. Hunt's out. The, it's a yeah. whole mess for the Browns. I got Broncos. Ugly Browns. And Teddy Bridgewater's questionable, too, so the Broncos might not have Bridgewater tomorrow night either. Really? No, they got Drew Locke. Really? And I mean – yeah, he's not good. Drew Locke versus yeah. Case Keenum in prime time. Give it to me. <laughs> so who you got in this game? I got Broncos for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna play it safe and go Broncos. I got the Broncos as well. I think Drew Locke is, you know, he he was just playing 16, 17 games last year. So well, I guess yeah. 16 because you know the NFL. But he was just playing a whole season like a- last year, so he's the most game ready. And this is kind of like a game, just like shut down the haters and kind of say like, Hey, I'm tired of being on the bench. Like I want this starting role. Cause so I think he was pretty upset whenever he did lose the role. If I yeah, remember he was like the worst quarterback in the league. Oh yeah. Yeah. But he was, I mean, he's still on, yeah, he's still on a roster, but going into Sunday, surprisingly, I don't know if I have really any hot takes this week. The games are kind of just like, I don't know the matchup. I will agree. Stuff. Yeah, I will agree. There are a lot it's of not- just one sided games here. Yeah, so starting out, we got the Panthers at the Giants. Um, Giants are Giants are actually Giants. so bad. Like, so, I thought the Texans uh, and the Jaguars were bad. Oh, my God, the Giants are so bad. The Giants are worse than the Texans and the Jaguars? They're, they're there, man. <laughs> it is not pretty for them. Uh, I think Panthers, I think fairly easily. Can't call a game. Yeah, Panthers. Panthers for I think sure. the Panthers as well. And then we got the Jets at the Pats. Patriots coming off of the game against the Cowboys. I went to overtime. Kind of shocking it went there, but it's a Jets team. I don't know how much we can expect from the Jets. Yeah, after the first so, time the Jets played the Patriots, um, I would hope that Zach Wilson would um, improve proof. a little bit, but I don't know if I can trust him. So I'll gladly take Bill Belichick against the Jets. Yes. Also take the Patriots. Now – the next game is Chiefs at Titans, and Titans coming off that win against the Bills where their defense had that late stop. Um, I did pick the Titans last one week. One second, one and, second, one second. Why are we running a QB sneak right there? I don't Josh know. Allen's I'm not the Bills. I'm not a Bills fan. I don't know. I know. Yeah. That, was, that was a rhetorical I was actually question. quite happy because I had the Tannehill-Henry-Julio stack. Okay. I did have Henry, so, and it got me the win. So anything that involved Derrick so. Henry, I was all in. Okay. Yes. My point is we should not have ran a QB sneak right there. Josh Allen just absolutely marched down the field. And we do this like little fun, like, haha, let's run under center and pretend like we're calling a play and then snap the ball. And he very clearly didn't get it. And I just, I think that was just a really bad play call, especially since mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs is out there and nobody on the Titans defense is going to guard Stefan Diggs. Just throw a slant or throw an in route. I was just really upset with that play call. Anybody picking the Chiefs here? I'm taking the Titans. I am taking Titans as well. I think Derrick Henry runs for like 200 yards. Yeah, I don't see what the Chiefs defense has to stop Derrick Henry. If the Bills defense can't stop him, the Chiefs defense certainly isn't stopping. 
Yeah. Now we got the Washington football team at the Packers. Um, Wait, do you take Titans or do you take Chiefs? I took Titans. Okay. Um, this one, I got to go with Packers. I, I want to pull for the Washington football team so much, but they're just not winning Why? games. Why? You're a just, Cowboy fan. I am a Cowboys, but against like other NFC teams besides our divisional teams. Of course, if they're playing the Cowboys, I got the Cowboys. But like, I want to pull for them. You know, Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, Taylor Heineke. I like, I like that group. Like, it's just Logan like Thomas the underdogs. Hurt, he is. Oh you yeah, he's hurt. That. You got to keep up with your injury people. Well, he's on my fantasy Madden team. Though. He's on my fantasy team, yeah. so he's been on IR. But. But I'm just noticing, just like from last year watching the playoffs, you know, I was like, man, I was really pulling for him just to win, you know, a couple games. But yeah, whatever, I, I got Packers. Pretty easy. Yeah, with the <laughs> I got the Packers in an Packers. absolute Yeah, love slaughter. your little swan song here, but uh, Packers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Falcons at Dolphins. This oh, yeah. one, I wanted to pick the Dolphins. Because <laughs> this, this, could, this could arguably be ranked as one of the worst games of the year. Yes. It, I thought Jets could. and uh, Falcons was going to be worst game of the year. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. But, boys, just Falcons, Dolphins up there. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to go f- – oh, wow. There's no good option here, but I'll go no. Falcons. I'll go yeah. Falcons. I'm also taking the Falcons. Yeah. I don't know how anybody can just pick the Dolphins with straight up with full confidence. But yeah. this next game – might be one of the best games of the slate with the Bengals at Ravens. No, nah, don't shake Bengals your head, Aiden. Bengals are here. Yeah, bro. Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals are really, here. really good. I feel what the Ravens did to the Chargers last week. See, uh, see, definitely not those the Chargers. This is the Bengals. Yeah, and this I mean, is didn't AFC the Ravens North go to overtime. Football. The Ravens went to overtime with the. If Lions. you said that statement two years ago, everyone would oh, laugh in your face. The Bengals yeah. are here. The Dude. Bengals are here. The Joe Burrow has arrived. You, the Bengals the, have arrived, but the Ravens are still winning. Yeah, the Ravens are still winning. <laughs> absolute manslaughter. Ravens are Ravens are Ravens also are still here. So, yes. All right, next game. Next game. Yeah. Lions what y'all got next Rams. game, guys? Rams for ah, sure. The old Jared Goff comes back to LA. I'm, I'm just curious for just how bad it's going to be. I'm curious what the fan reception is going to be. I wonder if the fans are like going to cheer him since he took us to the Super Bowl or mixed. if they're going to – actually, I don't know why we would boo him. Like, he really – I mean, yeah, yeah. he like wasn't good yeah. last year and a half. He was with the Rams, but – I know – One, he got us Matthew Stafford. Two, took True. us to the Super Bowl. True. And, I mean, before – what's his face? Matthew Stafford came along. Like, Jared Goff was the best quarterback I've ever seen play for the Rams. Well, I mean, when you put up three points in the Super Bowl, you can't really cheer. Yeah, which is how it ended, you know. It just makes yeah. me curious how fans are going to react. But obviously, Rams, big here. No surprise here, guys. Yeah. Um, next game is actually whoa, whoa, another whoa, one. Whoa, 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 whoa. I saw the Rams lose to the Jets last year. I think that was the Jets' first win. I think I think it's gonna be this. I think it's another trap game. I think the Rams are so much better than the Lions that the Lions are gonna trap them like the Jets did last year. So you got the Lions. I got the Lions. Whoa! This isn't me being like dumb. I genuinely believe the Lions might win this week. Yeah, good for you to throw in the. I'm not trying to be dumb here before you say something <laughs> very dumb. 
All right, we'll screenshot in the pick whenever it's like nothing. <laughs> I know we say that we're actually going to clip stuff from this. If the Lions actually lose, if the, if the Rams do win, then I will clip this. Okay, do it. Do nice. it. Put it all over Twitter. Next, put it all over TikTok. Let's see what happens. The next game we got here is I think it's one of the second best games of the week, which is kind of shocking. Eagles at Raiders. I don't the only think reason I say like is, looking forward to some Eagles Raiders, like yeah, I'm gonna sit down. But with they both <laughs> the Raiders. The Raiders have been winning games, right? Hey, honey, honey, the Eagles and the Raiders are on. You don't watch it? No. Hey, hey, y'all clown on me now, but wait till you see. Because then the Eagles. Honestly, he do. might have a case. Yes, because the Eagles put up. I mean, the, the honestly, this because Sunday night's awful. Colts at yeah, 49ers, no Saints at there's Seahawks no on Monday That's night, dude. Honestly, game. Evan That's might have a point. Best game. Evan might okay, have yeah. a point. The best game yes. is still bad. I got Raiders. I got yeah, Raiders. Honestly, just this week in general stinks. <laughs> yes, there are no good games. This last night, and either were the best. Yeah, this week kind of is the Eagles, whack. Yeah. yeah. And Eagles at Raiders. Clearly the best game. Yeah, Chiefs-Titans, clearly the best game of the week. Honestly. No, game's not. Second best out. game is Bengals Ravens. I don't think the Titans blow out. I think the Chiefs keep it close. I think the Chiefs score a lot of points because the Titans can't defend anything. I mean, they did stop you on fourth down, but we don't got to go there. We don't got to go there. Yeah, terrible play call. Terrible play call. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Evan, I like your take. Eagles Raiders, who third you? best game of the week. I like there you it. go. I like, thank you, Will. Uh, who you got, Will? Who Are you got? ranking games of the week now? I'll go Raiders. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Raider. All right. Cardinals, Texans, no brainer. Cardinals <laughs> all the way around. Oh, right, no see. Texans this time, eh? Hell <laughs> Not feeling right. it this week. <laughs> Hell no. All right. I'll use the Texans twice. So it's not feeling the it Texans this week. Oh, God. I don't even want to know how bad the bear, the Bucks beat the Bears, man. That's going to be yeah. ugly. Bucks. Aiden, I'm sure you got the Bucks too. I'm the Bucks. Okay. okay. Tom Brady. And then we have 49ers at Colts. Um, <sighs> Again, not a good game. Like, we couldn't have gotten a flex for this game, NBC? Really? Like, we're really going to put Carson Wentz on primetime national television? Yeah. Who you got? Colts, Uh, 49ers. I hate to say it, but I'll go 49ers, unfortunately. I am rooting for a Colts win, that's for sure. But I don't think think the Colts will win. Is Trey Lance starting for the 49ers still? Is it still Jimmy G? I think think it'll be Lance. Okay. I'm not tuning into a whole bunch of 49ers games anymore. And then next we have the Saints at the Seahawks with Russell Wilson still hurt, and it's gonna be a Saints win. Yeah, I'll go Saints, even though they're in a okay. hostile territory. I, I did pick the Seahawks last week, and they did go to overtime against the Steelers. I'm pretty sure a lot of you weren't. I'll pick the Steelers if I remember correctly. Yeah, but the Seahawks did hold their own. They did hold their own. Yeah, I mean, when you have like the two worst QBs in the league battling, battling it off, you know, something's bound to happen. Hey, this week we got the two worst QBs, Case Keenum and potentially Drew Locke. So that's that true. Sense. Yeah, yeah. What a terrible slate is. Yes, so terrible, terrible NFL. Slate. Um, but I think overall, I mean. I don't know if there's going to be any shocking wins that we're going to be like, oh, wow, I can't believe they won. The only shocking win would be the Lions or the Texans winning this week. Yes, yes. Okay. Or the Jets, for that matter. I don't think the Jets would have a chance against the Patriots. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like there's going to be a lot of blowouts. The Bears, the Texans, yes. the Lions, the Jets, mm-hmm. and the Giants are all playing significantly better teams. 
Yes. So before we head out here, the podcast, the MLB playoffs are coming up. They are going in full effect, actually, not coming up. Um, I'm checking right now. The Astros are up six to nothing against the Red Sox on top of the six. And tonight we have the Braves. Yes, we have the Braves at the Dodgers. The Braves blew the game last night. I thought I checked in. I was like, oh, wow. Braves was going to go up 3-0. Who you got tonight against Braves Dodgers in L.A.? I'm super happy for the Braves. I'm super happy for Cody Bellinger, especially coming off a terrible season. Just because Dodgers are – I think the Dodgers just needed one win. To get them going. Started. Yeah. And it's an Atlanta team in the playoffs. So, you know, it was bound to happen at some point. So. I mean, yeah. the Hawks had a Los Doyers. Game. I don't know if we can make that whole joke. Los Doyers tonight. And plus, I think, the, I think the Braves are also starting somebody that they – Yeah, let's say who they starting. Well, I just uh, – Jesse in. Chavez as an opener. Because Huskar Yanoa, who, who was supposed to start for the Braves, Braves, was scratched. Hmm? Is Urias starting for the Dodgers? Yeah, and it's Urias for LA. Oh, oh yeah. So we got Urias on. Well, I don't even know if he's on full rest, but he's actually starting finally. He's not well, coming out of the bullpen. He came in. He came in for relief on game two, and you know. Yeah, he came in. He came in for relief in game five, and then came in for relief for game two. So now he's finally, you know, he's not coming out of the bullpen. As I don't even know if he's on full rest or not, but you know, hopefully a full routine to actually get him going as a starter. Which I think will help them. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so I mean, like, we like the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm I'm Dodgers tonight. I still I still want to pull for the Braves here. Um, I'm going Dodgers, Dodgers tonight to strictly just because of Urias. I the Braves pitching now is probably super jumbled, and they probably have no idea what to do. I think Mookie Betts is the best player, like in. Is this like a hot take to say he's the best? Well, I guess you got Kike Hernandez on the Red Sox, but like he's like the best player in the playoffs so far, or like one of other than like you know, you can make an argument for like Kike Hernandez. But I think Mookie Betts has just been absolutely killing it. I think hoping the Red Sox score a couple runs before the end of the game, too. Um, hey man, just give me give me a Dodgers Red Sox or not Dodgers Astros. Give me a Dodgers Astros World Series and just yeah, Dodge. See, everybody wants to like write off, like write off the Astros, or it's like, oh, no one wants to see the Astros. It's like I like the Astros. Like, I mean, not, I I'm not like, like a fan. I'm not like a fan of them, but like I like watching them. They're a cool team. Like They're them. just a fun but villain. I also don't team. like the Red Sox. They're a fun villain team. You know what I mean? Like the Hawks last year. The Hawks weren't a villain team last year. Well, if you're a New York Knicks fan, then they were. Well, I'm just speaking in terms of just like the entire league hates the Astros, yeah. Yeah, and the Astros just don't care. Is there a awesome. team? Are there is there a team in the NBA or the NFL that's like as hated as the Astros are? The no. Warriors when they had KD. Yeah, you think so? Easily. Yeah. I don't know. In the well, kind of like this. Well, in the NFL, Durant, in the like, NFL, probably boys. just like the Patriots or the Cowboys, just because people are just tired of seeing them on their TV ten times a year. But yeah. um. No, I, th- I legitimately think that the Warriors, when they signed Kevin Durant, I well, I, for one, wasn't even really that interested in basketball anymore just because I knew what the outcome of the season was going to be before the season even started. I don't know. So I was I like, liked... I don't need to waste eight months of my time here. So I liked was... last year's season so much. Um, but um, That was good basketball. No, nah, but, but yeah, I think that the Astros being a super villain team is fun. Is I think it's good for the league. 
honestly. What well, would you rather have the, the Red So I think a Dodgers, a Dodgers Astros World Series would be get ratings. Awesome. Yeah. That'd be oh, awesome. So the Red ratings. Sox. Red Sox are kind of like on a Cinderella team run, like what you'd see in like March Madness, come out of the wild card, you know, beating the Yankees, coming in. I mean, they're kind of a little Cinderella story compared. I mean, the Dodgers, yes, they came out of the wild card, but they had our 105 wins, you know. They had over 100 wins. So. Yeah, you can't really call it a Cinderella team coming out of the wild Yeah, card. but the Red Sox. Has there ever been a wild card, wild card World Series? Uh, yeah, 2014 was Giants and Royals. And there been wild cards? Game. I don't know. If there's, I don't know if there's been one recently, but 2014 just comes off the top of my head. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens tonight with the Braves at the Dodgers. So if if it stands as we think it will, which is Dodgers Astros, who do you got? I'm not going to pick because I still got faith in the Red Sox and the Braves. Okay. So if it stands as we think right now, no, I'm not. We... I'm not giving up on this team. So. Okay. So if it's a Red Sox, if it's a Red Sox Braves World Series, who are you taking? Red Sox. Okay. Red Sox. If it's a Dodgers Astros World Series, who are you taking? Ask Will. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up on my boys. It's not you giving up. It's a honestly, it might be a hot take, but I'd go Astros. I think the Astros are playing had, better ball. I'd right go now. Astros over Dodgers. Astros. Yeah, I had to, but I I'm not giving up on the Red Sox. It's not. No, I don't this even know if that's like a hot take up. or not. But just part of me just feels like if they if those two matched up, like I feel like the Astros would just do literally anything possible to win. I just think they'd do it. Bang I think they would just find they would like just tra- find like a, a way. <laughs> To just do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'd still take the Dodgers, even though the Dodgers are having a real problem, you know, putting people on base. And when they do put them on base, driving them in, they just can't drive anybody in. They're leaving a significant amount of people on base. But I'd still probably take the Dodgers. I don't know. Scherzer and Bueller are better than the. Like, Astros I want to think that the, that the Dodgers, like, aren't super vulnerable, but they are. Like oh, Walker, yeah, like are. the like the Dodgers' worst start came from Walker Bueller. Yeah, and their bullpen hasn't been super great. But it's the opposite of it the Astros. It hasn't been as great, but I mean also the Astros, like, especially in this series, like, yeah, they might be going up three two going back to Houston, but like games two and three, maybe even they game one. It's like just their bullpen has just needed to hop in for 20 plus outs. Yeah. Like four They're, games in a row. Houston Astros starters have been absolutely horrid, but their bullpen's yeah. been pretty good. It just seems like starting pitching in general in the playoffs this season hasn't been too great. Like Logan Webb had two good starts for the Giants. Lance McCullers shredded. McCullers the, was good against the White, White Sox. Sox. Um, Scherzer hasn't really been able to get deep into his starts. Bueller no. had a blow-up start against the Braves. Uh, Granke Didn't- blew up against the Red Sox. Didn't um, Charlie Morton had a pretty good outing? Yeah, Martin. I mean, that Braves and Brewers series was where the pitching was at. Yeah. I mean, Burns well, and that Woodruff and Peralta, Morton, Freed. Like, they had some guys going in that series. but Yeah, no one was scoring runs in that series. But the Brewers forgot how to score a run, so. Yeah. yeah That's where a, they go. What a sad series. I was really pulling for the – I was really – Yeah, I was – I was, yeah, I was – yeah, I got a buddy who works for 
the Brewers. And I was really, I was, I was really pulling for them, honestly. I just want to see Christian Yelich be great. They're a cool team. A I like the season. Brewers. You know, as a Cardinals fan, like the Brewers, like this year didn't really piss me off. It was just more of like a, oh, wow, y'all are just really fucking good. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it. That's a lie. The Cardinals legit did everything but lose the, to the um to the Brewers in September. Okay. That's a uh, lie. They lost one game to the Brewers in September, but there was nothing they could do about them getting the one seed just because they were so that also ahead. is true. Yeah, their lead was so big that a 17 game winning streak did just absolutely nothing. Was was there any time during that win streak you're like, hey, we might make the one seed? No, not at all. Okay. I didn't think so. No, the 17 game win streak was to just solidify the second wild card spot. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers are still the best team in baseball, just pure talent wise. I like. Scherzer. Oh, and while we're also on the uh, on the old topic, your old pal Aaron Boone is back. Yeah, I, I don't, <laughs> we we completely cleaned house. Three more years. Three yeah. more yeah. years. <laughs> three more years. Yes. Give me. Give me. And Shield's gone too, man. Let's yeah. go. Y'all got to keep your manager, my manager. He out of here, man. Let's go. Give me we're, we're moving now. Give me a second. Um, yeah, so the Yankees absolutely cleaned house. We fired or cut, I don't know. We got rid of the third base coach that sent Aaron Judge in the yeah, wild card Phil game. Phil Nevin, man. Uh, I think we cut our hitting coach. Mm-hmm. or I think we, we cut him. He didn't say he, Nevin, the, who's the third base guy. Yeah, Nevin, oh. third base coach, and Marcus Timms. All their, yeah, their contracts got terminated. Um. Yeah, so we basically just cleaned house, and I was expecting Aaron Boone to go, uh, but Aaron Judge stuck up for Aaron Boone, basically saying that this is his team, that he likes Aaron Boone, and uh, Aaron Judge is on a contract year, so you want to keep him happy? Um, and there's been reports. I'm not. I don't think Carlos Correa is coming, but a whole bunch of Yankee fans. Which Carlos I Correa is not going to be a New York I Yankee. I am aware. Give I do second. not know why Yankee fans think <laughs> that don't. is even a possibility in the slightest. I don't either, but uh, there was reports that the GM said that the shortstop was the biggest need in the offseason and that he will be addressing it. So that basically means Glaber. Andrelton Simmons, out. come on down. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm th- Bridge I honest- shortstop is here. <laughs> Honestly, thinking Trevor Story realistically will be a Yankee. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, that's I thought we were going to get up at the trade deadline. Yeah, listen uh, to this. Gonna make Rizzo Yankee fans trying to get themselves hope again. It's not hope. It's. Oh, I just love how I Yankee heard. fans think it's so automatic that you're just like guaranteed a top free agent. Don't all the time. All the time. <laughs> Okay. It's, that's not how this works anymore. Hey, and when they do get them, do they perform with them? Oh, my God. Gary no, Cole got 324 mil in the bank. Yes, Where are y'all at, man? Second in Cy Young voting, probably, behind Robbie Ray. Probably. There you go. And one game in the playoffs. Two innings in the wild card. <laughs> that's what you get for the anyway making Anthony Rizzo a priority. Uh, I think Corey Kluber is going to be back better next year. So what I'm seeing is that if Luke Voigt doesn't get – is he getting playing time? Not really, right? 
Probably not. I think they're going to go the Anthony the Rizzo route. Point. I don't know why they're going the Anthony Rizzo route, but I yeah. think they are. So Doesn't pay Rizzo that much money? Benson. I hope not, but I don't think yeah, that, I hope not. It seems like we're going towards Rizzo more than Voight, which we need another lefty bat. But. Mm-hmm. And I, think I just think it's sweet that how, with how bad Yankee fans treat not just Carlos Correa, but just like Astros in general, that they would even, consi- that they would even they consider weren't. going to the Yankees. Uh, I think like I, give I, me one good reason why Carlos Correa would consider going to the Yankees money. I think Correa is a good enough person where money will not be the only determining factor. I don't like Carlos Correa and he's an, I think he's an absolute weirdo. He's not though. He's I just think, a damn good baseball player. I think yeah, he's, I say he's a good baseball player. He's a damn good very, baseball player. No, I, I know. I know that he's very good. He's a very good baseball player, but I also think he's kind of weird. But I don't I don't think he'll be – I don't think he's coming to the Yankees. I don't. Weird and weird how? Okay. okay, so if he's not going to the Yankees, then we can drop the Yankee talk right now because – Let me finish. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't you made think, your point. I don't think Carlos Correa is coming to the Yankees. That's what Will was trying to say. Okay. I think okay. Trevor Story is a lot more likely than Carlos Correa. I okay. think Luke Voigt is the DH. I think we move Stanton to the outfield. I think we – hopefully Aaron Hicks is back. We can put him in center, put Judge in the right. And then I don't know what All we right. do with Gallo unless we put him in center instead of – Well, Gallo's a free agent, so. Right. Are we bringing him back though? That's I've heard a lot of people wanting. Is Gallo free agent? He has one more year left. I think baseball contracts are so weird. I, I think he's either free agent or he's one more year. But I think I know that he strikes out a lot. But I think a lot of Yankee fans like him just because he's Italian and does the wee wee. Let's see, Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo has one has one year with the Yankees. So right. so yeah, twenty twenty three is a free agent. Twenty twenty two next center. year is his last year. Judge and center, stand and right. Allo and left and then void of the DH is like the ideal hitting situation, but that's just not what's going to happen. All right, well, I think that's enough Yankee talk for today. Um, we'll talk more about them whenever they start to make the <laughs> playoffs. Yeah, don't get mad at Aiden. I'm literally the one who brought it up. Yes, and my <laughs> baseball team is winning more than 65 games. I literally brought up hey. the fact that Aaron Boone hey. was back for three. Years. So let's not talk about yes, yes, anything yes, yes, until yes. your team makes the playoffs. How do you feel about that? Since you right. we made, well, we, made the, we, we were in the wild card. Y'all were last in your division. Yeah, we yeah we yeah, got to watch we, our team. We knew we were bad. Playoffs. Where we are you? We were bad. Yeah, we knew. I knew we weren't making the playoffs. I didn't. Adolis Garcia ain't right, winning rookie of the year, my boy. Yeah, you might, but it's Randy Rosario. Up for another time overall. Um, thanks everybody for watching. It's been great talking with you boys about some NBA, some NFL. NBA's some back, MLB. baby. Oh, yes, I'm is. so I'm so ready. You'll get we'll mad talk, talk about. Yeah, oh, we're gonna, we'll oh yeah, we're gonna go a lot week. deeper next week into the NBA. But yeah, yeah expect this to be a full on mass podcast by the next two months. Nope, nope, nope. We're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, guys. Well, make sure you share, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Download our podcast, please. Yes. We'll Let's see you next Wednesday. <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. See y'all Thank next you, week. Boys. Adios. See you, boys.